Hello everyone, this is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rabbi Chaim Kalashevsky, Shliach, Los Angeles, California, on the topic of reaching out to Jewish children in public schools through teaching Hebrew. I just want to begin by thanking our sponsors, Slotson Jewelers and the Smetana Group, and Shazak Productions. Thank you for making the Shluchim podcast available to all Shluchim. I just want to say thank you, Leima, for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help Shluchim have more Shluchim than Shluchim. You are most welcome, Reb Dovi. So let's get right to it. Tell me a little bit about this, uh, the general idea of this uh, program and how it came to be, and then we'll get into the specifics. Okay. So the way this program started was uh, we had a club in the local high school, Samo High, that... We would, you know, go every Monday and bring pizza and for bring with kids and, you know, talk to them, play on the phone, Shabbos candles. Then after the club, I'd always go out into the yard and try to find more kids to join the club. Then one week when I went out to the yard, I asked the kid, are you Jewish? He says, no. So the words that popped out of my mouth were funny. You look Jewish. Uh... And he says, well, my parents are Jewish. So I said, so of course you're Jewish. Do you have bar mitzvah? He said, no. So he gave him bar mitzvah, you know, the whole thing, and he danced. They told his friends, come, we have to dance for his bar mitzvah. Let's go have a party. I said, what party? I said, we have pizza in the classroom. They stole some leftovers. Excellent. So, and then two weeks later, the same thing happened. Another, another bar mitzvah, another, uh, another bar mitzvah, another kakafta, whatever. They also said he wasn't Jewish. When I asked, told him he looked Jewish, he told me his parents were Jewish. So when that happened the second time, basically in a row, I was really bothered by it, so I was talking to my wife about it. And uh, we realized that, you know, sometimes kids who go to public school, and in their class there's kids that are very actively Jewish in public school, but they... You know, they, they belong to a temple, or they go to Hebrew school, or they have a mitzvah. So in, in some kids' minds, you know, those kids are Jewish. Me, eh, I guess I'm not Jewish, you know. It could happen. And it could like that in public, in high school. If you ask him, he's Jewish, he said, no, but what's the chances by the time they get to college or university or whatever, you know. So... So uh, if that's if that's the way it happens that kids say they're not Jewish when when they uh, when they are Jewish, so you did some machlus katya for us. So we we decided to try and figure out what can we do about it. And wife came up with a brilliant idea. She said, "Why don't we try teaching Hebrew in the public school? You can't teach religion because you know that's the whole least time thing. But uh, Hebrew is language. You could try and teach." So wife knew of a school in Westwood where there's lots and lots of Jewish kids, and uh, one of the principal, or the, the head of extracurricular affairs over there, whatever, is Jewish, her husband's from, she's like kind of, you know, kind of from, so I called her up and I said, hello, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to come teach Hebrew in your public school. She said, sorry, no religion in public school. I said, no, not religion, Hebrew is language. She asked me, are you Chabad? <laughs> so I said, I have to be a Chabad rabbi, but, uh, you know, 
I don't want to teach Chabad. I don't want to teach Hebrew. She says, if you if you're Chabad, you don't you don't want to teach Hebrew. You want to teach religion. I said, can I come to your office next Tuesday at two thirty to show you my curriculum? Which, by the way, I just want to share with you. That that's a uh, trick from Michael Gerber. That uh, when you want to make a meeting with someone, you tell them a date and a time that you want to meet them, or you give them two options. You say this date and this time. Uh, next Tuesday, two thirty, or this next or this next Wednesday at one o'clock works better for you. You know which one? Which one could I come? Tuesday, two thirty, or Wednesday, one o'clock? You give them two times. You know. Anyways, so that's gonna come next Tuesday at two thirty. And she said, okay. And you can come, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I made myself clear. I came to her office, and I showed her the Olive Champ books and explained to her what the Myla of Olive Champ is, that it's able to accommodate different student levels. So she's flipping through it, all the different books. She picks up the orange book and... And she's able to read Hebrew, so she says, what's chala? Meaning, if a kid asks you, what's chala, what are you going to say? They said, bread that Jews eat on Friday night. She says, no, chala is bread. Meaning, skip the Friday night part. So I said, okay, I don't have a problem with that. Want me to say chala is bread to a kid that knows what chala is and wants to hear me say it? And I should tell them it's just bread, not bread that you eat on Friday night. Um, fine. So she's flipping through some more. She reads booklet. And then she says, okay, the reason why I told you to come is just so I could tell you no to your face. But I'm reading through this booklet and there's no reason why you can't teach this here. So she says, there's nothing here that I can't, that, that, there's no reason here for me to say no. What do you want to do? So I said, well, what we want to do is we want to open up two classes after school, one from second through fifth, and one from pre-1A and first grade. And we want it to be twice a week. So two classes twice a week. She says, fine, you can have that. So what we did was we... So, uh, like put out flyers in the school. She put out flyers for us. We didn't have to. She put them out for us. And it was, uh, we immediately filled up two classes for twice a week each. And it was mamish amazing to see what type of kids signed up for this uh, class. It was kids that, you know, Jewish, but like weren't going to show, weren't going to, weren't part of any Hebrew schools or anything. When we saw that rock over there, we decided to try another school in our in our community. This one was like Westwood, it's further away. So we told them to call the school in Westwood and see if they, they were happy. We knew they were. So we called, told, told them to call this principal. Now this principal, let me say off the bat, put a Jewish teacher in our classroom to make sure that we wouldn't teach Yiddishkeit. So we had a Jewish teacher sitting there the whole time monitoring what my wife was teaching. Which is which is hard because, you know, you want to be able to teach this guy. You want to tell the kids to make brachas. You want to tell them, 
and then you can't because you know you got this teacher there who actually wants even like motion to my wife, like please don't do feel what you're saying. I'm gonna have to tell her, you know. She's very sweet, but that was her job. Her job was to sit there and watch us. So on one hand, it was it was not good, but on the other hand, this principle turned into a massive asset for us because every school that we wanted to try and get into, we told them to call this principal. That turned out to be very good. The second school we went to, we told them to call to call the school. And they did, and they said, yeah, we can come do it. So now my wife was teaching two days a week in two schools. So a total of four days a week, every single day, driving, traffic, you know, the whole, the whole thing. But there's no question that all of a sudden she's dealing with uh, 30 kids that are... 30 Yiddish kids that she's uh, teaching them, uh, you know, you could see the the, the light of Yiddishkeit like shining in these kids' eyes when they, when, you know, with fun games and prizes and the whole, the whole situation, you know, Pesach came around and we invited all the families to come to our Seder after school, you know, when the parents came to pick up the kids, we said, you know, come to our Seder, so a few of them came. It was mamish, mamish, very nice. So at the end of that year, two semesters, we did that. We decided, okay, there's such a circle. We have to try and get more, get more schools like this. Hi, and is this something that you just go directly to the schools to get into, or is it through a, through, or is it through their after-school programming? Now I should say we're doing this through the Star program. Star Education is a program that. Is based in California, although they have branches in other states. Where basically there's this like, it's like it's like a headquarters where they send teachers to many many schools to do after school programming, and they have all different types of all different types of programming for for all different types of uh, you know all different types of things. So they have you know woodwork and Legos and dance and ballet and yoga and uh, Spanish and and uh, drama and all sorts of things. So we went as part of them doing this after-school program. Um, and, and many, many, many schools have like a whole department, like the star department, like a, a person that's hired. The main job is just to get kids signed up for star, uh, which is this after-school program. And they can choose whichever class they want. So we went through them. So the kids pay for whatever courses they want to take, including Hebrew, they would pay for. So you signed up with STAR just to do this Hebrew reading course? Yeah. Is it a whole process? Do they have to approve you? Do they have to check the curriculum? Okay, so this lady is the head of STAR in her school. So we got in through her. She approved our curriculum. She accepted us into her school. She wasn't paying us anything the first time. So for her, it was win, 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 because all the money that parents paid for the course went to her, you know, you know, to her budget, and she didn't pay us anything. So she was she was delighted. Um, but she got us in the door, and for the next year, which I'll talk about in a minute, we had to, you know, apply and you know get that that it was much easier because we we already had a foot in. So. Yeah, the for if someone in a different state or a different uh, I don't know if they have star in other countries, but 
in a different state, uh, someone who wants to, where they have star, if you want to uh, get in there, basically, we, uh, I'll talk about that soon as well, how to get into a school. We're doing that, and for the next year, we decided we wanted to, we wanted, we wanted to get into more schools. If we want to get into more schools, we're going to have to get more teachers because my wife wouldn't be able to teach. Um, so we decided to apply through the, re, through the proper program that we want to do this in a bunch of schools. This lady helped us. Um, you know, she put us in touch with all the people in the program, and, you know, so credit, they took a TB test, whatever they had to do. Not credit, you know, they, they just they took our, uh, you know, social security numbers, and we officially got hired. Um, and we started getting paid $30 an hour for doing it. We opened up in five schools, which is really, really good. And I got local shluchim near those schools to be signed up as teachers to be able to teach in their local schools so they could meet the families and get to know them, etc., etc. So we were in five schools that year. That was really amazing. And then for the next year, we got into nine schools. That was the most we had in one year. So Shlokim that have that you've encouraged them to start and they started doing that, have they given good feedback about it? Every Shliak that tried doing this program found amazing success. Found kids who they would not have reached otherwise that they reached as a result of this program. Absolutely. Shlokim asked me to try and get them into more schools. The way you get into schools is simple. You get one or two parents that are in the school already to request it. If they have the STAR program in that school, then they request it through the STAR program. If not, if they have any recreational, uh, after-school, extracurricular uh, programming, you, you find the person in the school that runs that, and the parent in the school asks, could we try a Hebrew club, or could we try a Hebrew language something? And you have two parents that, that, that ask for it, we have one parent, and they find one or two parents to join them, and three parents ask them that they want to do it. And they say, we know someone who could, who could teach. That's the shlucha or the shliach. Okay, so let me ask you another question. What is the, if someone does have star by them, what is the, because it's been done already, could they, be doing, could they just choose the same, could they say we're doing the same thing as being done over by you, or do they need to show their own curriculum? It's like a whole new process to sign up for each school. It's not a whole new process to sign up for each school. Um, if, if they have star by them, they should, well, I mean, contact me. I'll get, I'll get them straight in. But if they don't want to contact me, um, just go in there and say, we, do it. we, we have a branch in, in your branch in Los Angeles. Uh, you have Hebrew. Uh, we'd like to start here. And, that's pretty much all they have to do. Right. Have you, have you heard of any other um, shluchim that have done it in other schools that don't have star and managed to... Yes, to... We, did it, we did it in schools that don't have star through a different um, school, uh, after-school extracurricular activity program that they had in their school. So we got into other schools that didn't have star by, you know, just applying. You have to find out what the, what the application process is in the school. You call them. It's sometimes through the city. Right. Are there any any other ideas on, on this this topic that could help Shluchim who want to get it started? If you don't have a parent in the school, 
Um, you could do it, but just like from the perspective of a piano teacher that wants to teach piano to a, to a school uh, as an extracurricular thing, you know, you just have to you approach it that that you're you call in the school you you teach Hebrew. I'm a Hebrew teacher. That's what I do. Uh, I would like to know if I could teach Hebrew in the school. If there's you know if you could send out a flyer or um, some schools allow you to send to send flyers out if you're an an outside you know proprietor or something. So that's that's an option. But it's always best to go through a parent and family in the school. Right? That's for sure. What else can I tell you? I'll tell you about one family that came to our first seder. Actually, the family didn't come to our seder. Just the child came themselves. The family themselves decided not to go to a seder. They just sent the child that was going to Hebrew to come to our seder. Um, and the, right now, the child uh, is has switched to a Jewish school. Um, it came from, the whole family came from because of them. Uh, Mom is an amazing story. The child, uh, even for a while, the parents didn't want the child in in Hebrew. They didn't want to, and I'm not sure what the reason was exactly, but she used to come anyways to, to help my wife clean up. She used to come just to be there. And uh, then, oh, the reason why is because they put her in a, they put her in a, in a reform Hebrew school. And so they said that she doesn't need the Hebrew. So they didn't put her in there, but she would stay anyways just to, just to help my wife clean up and whatever. And on those days, my wife would come to school. She would come to school dressed as this girl. And then, uh, eventually, she convinced her mother to dress Sneas. Blowing Shabbos candles, convinced her mother to light Shabbos candles. And then I didn't know exactly when it happened. I blinked and, uh, and his family was from. But uh, it's really an amazing story. Of course, we had lots and lots and lots of parents that uh, told us things like, uh, you know, I, was, I would never sign my kid up to a, to a Hebrew school or to a Jewish program because of my experiences growing up. But, you know, when I was in their school, we couldn't refuse, and now my child is so happy. We had a, we had a lady who's a, Ninth generation of Rabbi Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev, who told us that uh, she wasn't going to sign up her kid into any Jewish program, but she put her kid in this program and uh, with amazing results. Lots of parents also told me about Yasma, around Yasmach time that uh, that uh, every year the child complains, why do we have to be Jewish? And and this year my child was so excited there was Hanukkah, Hanukkah, right? Um, and this is without teaching anything about Hanukkah. It's just, you know, once a child's doing something fun that's Jewish, that they feel Jewish because they're learning Aleph base. You know, Aleph base is uh, connected to the Shabbat, there's no question. And, and, they're, and, and they're, they're around you or they're around the Shliach. Exactly. And, and they, they, they just respond so amazingly. It's, it's mamish, mamish, miraculous. Mm-hmm. Okay, if anyone, if, if any shluchim would like to discuss the, this with you, is there a way that they can call me? Call me, 1310-280-6598-310-280-6598, or email me, rabbechayimachabad.com, and I'd be happy to talk to you, give you whatever I have. Um, 
this is an amazing program that uh, is going to help bring Mashiach, no question about it. Thank you, Rabbi Telesevsky, for sharing with Shluchim about your Hatzlacha and idea of uh, teaching Hebrew to kids in public school. We really appreciate your time. You're very, very welcome. This is Dovi Shapiro, and if you have any ideas for future podcasts, future ideas, um, and especially Shluchim that would be good to interview, please let me know by sending me an email. And if you know any other Shluchim that would like to join the Shluchim, Shluchim podcast, just let them know. They can send me an email to rabbi at jewishflagstaff.com with the word subscribe. Make it a great week.